You bad motherfuckers, this is Akira the Don. It is I, it is Akira the Don. We are here, we are, we are live, broadcasting live, we are broadcasting live, simultaneously on YouTube and Instagram, it would appear. How the flip is everybody today? What up? Shouts out to everyone who's already logged in. Shouts out to everyone who was waiting. Um, I was having technical difficulties. It's just me out here. I ain't got a young Jamie helping with this shit. And for some reason, YouTube streaming keys all changed and da-da-da-da-da. And uh, I, I installed Dropbox Business yesterday and it moved all my files somewhere else. So everything's moved. And, uh, you know, perils of the modern world. But whatever, we're here. It's a beautiful thing. It's a miracle. This whole thing is a miracle. Look, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. It's a miracle. What up, Matt D. Allison? What up, Michael Destroys? What up, Edgy Insecurity? What up, Ketchup, of course? All you bad motherfuckers. What up, Mr. Pickle? Andrew Thomas? Alexander Duffield? Ha, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, we're here. We're live. It's a beautiful thing. It's Ask Akira. It's Thursday. Holy cow. It's Thursday. That's amazing. That happened quick. That this whole week escalated dramatically. And uh, here we are. Shouts out to YouTube hero Alex, king of the mods. Just out there modding like a bad motherfucker. Says, going to have to relink this for the Discord. What? It's, it's made a new link. See? Ugh. I swear. What, we, what is this? 11. This is 11 weeks in and, um, and we're working it out. It's a beautiful thing. Michael Destroys over there on Instagram, just straight in there with the demands. <laughs> this is Andreas Antopoulos' wave when. Yo, I can't give you all the secrets. Sacred Wire says, such a beautiful day today. Yo, you're right. It really is. It's magnificent. It's magnificent. Right here at the peak of recorded human civilization, broadcasting live on the internet like a bad motherfucker. It is I, your friendly neighborhood Don. This is the week of What's Wave 4. This is a beautiful week. Big Drum Bear in the chat says, What's happening, Akira? Just discovered you thanks to Owen Benjamin. Really? How did you, what did, how, how did you discover me thanks to Owen Benjamin? Owen Benjamin's a bad motherfucker. I was, I was listening to Owen Benjamin on the way home from the studio last night. I like Owen Benjamin. He's a funny man. Uh, Synapsion says, A Namast. I know it's Namaste, but I don't care. I'm, I'm claiming Namast as my own word, and it has a slightly different meaning. I'm going to work out what it is. Uh, yeah. What up, Ian Bear Makes? There's lots of people called Bear talking to me today and um i guess that must be something to do with this iron benjamin thing uh alexander duffield straight in there with the demands akira would you ever consider doing a stoicism track or album so many of your meaning waste subjects have been influenced by this and similar philosophies well yes exactly i agree you're correct you're correct many of the uh things we're, we're we're investigating via the genre of meaning wave right now have uh have roots in stoicism or certainly have connections to stoicism and this is Something I'm interested in. Something we will be investigating as we go forward. Shouts out Matt D. Allison says, Alan Watts wave excellent work. Yo, yo, yo. You wait till Friday. Friday, which is tomorrow. Oh, my God. Watts wave four dreams drops. It drops on all streaming platforms. It's going to be on Spotify. It's going to be on iTunes. It's going to be everywhere. It's a 20-track album. 20-track album. 20-track album is on, uh, yeah, it's, it's coming tomorrow. Oh, my God. It's fucking hardcore. What up, uh, PTN Bob? Says it's been time, dude. Yes, it has. Computer Head Guy says you're a good Akira. A god. I'm a good Akira and a god. Thank you very much. We are all gods. We are all gods. That man is Brahman. That's dope. It's a dope thing to, to uh, be aware of. So, yes. 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 
Yes, Big Drum Bear says that's because of all and Benjamin. He started the Unbearables community. Well, yeah, Owen Benjamin is the big bear, isn't he? I know who Owen Benjamin is. I still don't know what that's got to do with me. But uh, anyway, yes. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Shouts out to everybody. Thank you, everyone who helps who's helped me put this together. Thank you, YouTube hero Alex, who's uh, doing some wonderful moderating. And uh, thank you to Sir Peppers, who's, who's given to me some questions. Now, Ale over on Facebook wanted to know, uh, I don't know who popularized Source Wave as a genre. Is that just slang for lo-fi hip-hop? Well, uh, Source Wave is, uh, was basically, I decided to call, I needed a name for my lo-fi radio station. But it doesn't just play lo-fi, it plays wave music, what I consider to be wave music, which is a combination of, of lo-fi and vapor wave and some instrumental hip-hop and vapor trap and things of that nature. And uh, I asked my homie Captain Jack, who's a saucy fellow from Houston, who who greets everything you ever say to him with with "Souse, how are you doing today, Souse? What do you think of this, Souse? And uh, what should I do with this? Make it Souse. So I said, what should I call my my radio station? He said, Souse Wave Radio. I said, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, I will. So uh, that's what Source Wave came from. That came from my homie Ch Captain Jack. Uh, he he coined that term and uh i applied it to my shit and lo source wave radio was born and source wave became uh, a thing you've tapped into something revolutionary with meaning wave continues ale no searches return any other artist you're either dominating a genre market or have single-handedly created a new genre much respect i single-handedly created a new genre i did so there thank you you're welcome um i would hit the applause button but it's not set up because I, I was in a rush so just imagine there's loads of applause right now yeah yeah oh my god shouts out princess superstar just joined the instagram hello darling captain starbuck just joined hello darling jardine just joined hello darling and uh yeah i did i invented a genre uh just very recently and it's and it's blowing up and uh and and proving influential and uh useful in the world so yeah that's good um yeah, you know, if you're ever like, hmm, I don't know about my life, I would rather my life were better. Here's the thing, you can literally t change your whole life, you can change your whole life, you can change your whole life in four months, just four months, right? If you uh, decide an outcome, reverse engineer that outcome, apply a plan, and uh, attack that thing with ferocious, ferocious, barbaric discipline. For four months, I promise you, you can change your life in four months. You literally can. You can do that. I did it. Um, I've, I've helped other people do it. You can totally do it. It's doable. Now, if you can do that in four months, imagine, imagine, imagine what you can do in four years. <gasps> Think on that. Think on that. Serious shit. Real shit. And, you know, it's a long life, man. We're all going to live to 100 at least. My nan's nearly 100. And fucking, she was in the war. She, she was in the war. All right? Uh, we uh, we might live to 200. We might we might not die. Who knows? But uh, we've got plenty of time to do amazing, amazing, amazing things. So that's exciting, I think. So yeah, let's fucking get it. Uh, Andrew Thomas says I've recently started following you on Twitter, and your constant positive messages have really impacted me. I don't have a question. I just wanted to thank you. Well, yo, Andrew Thomas, I would like to thank you for your attention and for being here and for uh, sharing your light with the world. I appreciate you. You're a bad motherfucker. I would hit the applause button if it was here. Let's imagine some applause. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Computer head guy. What you could do, or what you could do if you had the power to dream any dream you want to. Exactly, exactly. Because that's the real shit, man. That's the real shit. We some gods out here. And uh, my camera fell over. And I didn't notice. And um, yeah, we have the power to dream any dream we want to. That's basically the what's going on. That's exciting to know, and uh, yes. Big Drum Bear says, are you familiar with Pogo? He's got some great tunes. Yeah, um, yeah. people have been asking me about Pogo for, for a while this year, and I hadn't heard him until this year, and people were asking me about him, so I checked him out. And he had this really, really beautiful song where he sampled a Winnie the Pooh, a bit of a Winnie the Pooh movie called Boy and Bear. Really, really beautiful song. And he has another great song uh, sampling Captain Picard. And it's a song sort of about being Picard or something. And it's, it's a very joyful song. I recommend it very, very highly. Uh, it's a fantastic record. And uh, yeah, so there you go. Shouts out to Pogo. I think Pogo got in trouble with the, um, with the outrage mob recently, right? Didn't he? And he, and he did the, the foolish thing. He apologized. Never apologize. They, that's, that, that's when they sense blood and then they will just destroy you and you'll be destroyed so don't apologize or even better don't do anything that you uh, might have to apologize for later 
Here's one thing I like about Owen Benjamin, uh, who's a comedian. Um, I think he got kicked off Twitter um, for uh, telling a joke. That's what happens nowadays. And, um, yeah, he's a funny motherfucker. And he doesn't apologize. He owns his shit. Joey Diaz, I've mentioned this before. Joey Diaz, he uh, he doesn't apologize. He owns his shit. If he says something offensive, people get angry about it. He's like, well, I'm a comedian. That's kind of my job. Uh, shut the fuck up, you whingy babies. And they, they can't touch you if you don't if you if you don't apologize. If you apologize, then you're fucked because you've betrayed yourself. And um, they don't want an apology. You apologize, they won't take the apology. They won't be like, oh, that's okay, you apologize, let's move on. No, no, that never happens. That literally never happens. It's not going to happen. So, uh, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Where are we at? Let's answer some questions. Uh, Yo, couldn't find the applause emoji. Yeah, we need an applause emoji. People are waving over in the Instagram chat. Hi, hi. There's clap. There's a clap emoji. You can use that. Edwin G. Although I think Watts is fascinating, during the time I was obsessed with him, my life was thrown into complete chaos, characterized by nihilism, weed, and severe depression. Akira, how do you incorporate Watts and Peterson's Peterson's philosophies together? That's an excellent question. That's a great question. And this is part of what I'm doing here is uh, looking at the things that are very, very important in our culture right now, the issues and subjects, and then... uh, Approaching them from different perspectives, using the uh, the words of of public intellectuals and uh, and philosophers and, and bad motherfuckers in general. All right. Now I'm doing this because uh, I think it's it's something we need. If I was just going to sort of rap and sing about what I thought about stuff, you would only be getting my perspective. But using the words of these different people, you get all their different perspectives, and therein you can find some truth, I believe, and that's more useful right now. So uh, yeah, it, Peterson doesn't have all the answers. What Peterson does have is a, uh, a perspective from, from, uh, from the point of view of a scholar of the Western tradition. So he's, you know, he's, he's the Alan Watts of Western philosophy or Western religion. Alan Watts, of course, comes from an Eastern perspective, and that's what he did. He popularized and introduced the West to Eastern ideas. Now, if you were just going to go in with uh, Watts' thing, as particularly from the point of view of someone who was raised in the West, and go, oh, well, life's all a dream, and, like, doesn't matter, and, you know, this is, this is just all a, all, a, all, a, all a funny ha-ha-ha, a funny play, a ho-ho-ho play, you know, and, and uh, you could very easily fall into chaos and, and uh, nihilism, because you would only be getting that tiny piece of the idea or whatever and uh you would have no discipline and you would you would you would say okay well discipline is not necessary life's just a dream who cares i can do anything (laughs) wibbly wibbly and um you know we live in in this society over here where you can't just sort of wander off into the woods and uh people will just give you food because you're a you're an old shaman guy or whatever like we don't have that shit over here so if you wander off into the woods or the or the the equivalent of the woods the city over here on some such a journey, you will end up uh, sleeping in a tent, or not even a tent, because you won't have a tent. You'll end up deranged and homeless and baking mad in the sun, and like, yes. So, uh, however, similarly, if you just went all in on uh, on a Western thing, it's quite possible that you, you might miss uh, another important aspect, which is some of the stuff that Watts talks about. So, therefore, a combination of the discipline uh, there's i think of a bunch of people say the discipline the extreme discipline that jocko willick talks about and uh the, the room cleaning that peterson talks about and the awareness of the uh, illusory illus- illusory nature of being that watts talks about these are a good balance for you to be able to live life uh in well to have a wonderful life over here in the west and uh, a part of what's his, you know, don't take shit so seriously thing is really important, especially right now. People are really taking things super seriously and it's making them unhappy. Uh, you know, if you, a lot of people are logging into their Twitters and they're seeing all this rage and rah, 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 and they're getting pulled into it and they're taking it really seriously. Fuck, we must fight for the whatever it is. We've got to fight for the West or we've got to fight for this. And, oh, these people are destroying everything. Rah, 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 rah. But it's like, okay. These things may be true, but don't take it so fucking seriously because you can't fix it all yourself. And also, it is all very silly. And uh, yeah, so, you know, that's a good thing to bear in mind. Stop yourself from going mental and getting too caught up in all of this craziness because it is a drama. 
you know, the world is but a stage and the, and, uh, the, the humans only players, whatever it was Shakespeare said. Speaking of which, there's a Shakespeare song on the What's Wave album. It's a beautiful thing, produced by Catalyst. He's one of my favorite producers. He's a bad motherfucker. Um, ooh. Some Buddhists, Buddhists equate suffering to I'm balance, says Synapsion. I don't know if that was a mistyping there. Uh, unbalance. Yeah. I don't know enough about Buddhists, to be honest. I need to look into more. You know, part of doing this Whatsway project was to learn about Hinduism. So I've been learning more about Hinduism as a result. And um, that's all very interesting. Um, yeah. You know, life is suffering. That's unavoidable. Unavoidable. But uh, suffering is, uh, is only as painful as you let it be. A bit like Charles Bukowski's life is as kind as you let it be. You know, suffering is only as, as dreadful as you, you allow it to be. You can focus on the negative aspects of whatever it is, and that will make it worse. Or you can go like Jocko Willock and go, well, all right, I got cancer. Good. Finally. A worthy opponent. You know? Uh, you can go, what was it yesterday? I came in and my computer was all crashed. I was like, Good. That means I can finish listening to this podcast on my phone while it fixes itself. Yes, yes. So, yeah, what's cracking? Uh, there was that petition to ban Steel Panther's guitar pedal called Pussy Melter. What? Who? <laughs> what the hell? You shouldn't be banning anything to do with Steel Panther. That makes you look ridiculous. And um, what's wrong with Mel? What's wrong with the Pussy Melter? My God. Um, yes. Yes. Klashnikov says, I don't know if I'll be able to attend the AMA live, so if you don't mind, here's a question from me in advance. Do you manage all your social media by yourself, or do you have someone to help you take care of it? If alone, how the hell do you manage to do it all by yourself? Cheers. Yo, well, ding, 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 ding. Uh, I do it all myself. Yes, I do. I do. I do. Uh, I've got some help over here right now on YouTube. Um, YouTube hero Alex and couple of people are helping out modding the discord and modding the uh, chat on youtube that's great thank you but other than that i'm doing everything myself i i compose my tweets i post my tweets i post my facebooks i post my instagrams i write my you know i fucking do everything i'm out here i'm a fucking soldier soldier how do i do it well uh i just force myself to discipline i try i try and as much as possible like repurpose things across platforms where it works now, with, with the internet and stuff, you have to realize that what they did to the internet was they turned it into a bunch of ghettos or a bunch. Of, it's kind of like L.A. L.A. is like a bunch of small places connected together, but people don't necessarily ever leave them. Like people who live in downtown don't necessarily ever go to Hollywood or, or wherever or Burbank. Um, so, like, you know, you've got to think of the internet like that. And some people are on Facebook and they never fucking leave Facebook. And they're the worst people in the world, but they're still people and they deserve our, our love and compassion. And, uh, you know, some people don't leave Twitter and some people don't leave uh, Discord, whatever it is. So you got to, you know, you got to go there and you got to, you know, provide them something useful in, in their area. Uh, you know, you got to think of it like there's no point going to, uh, you know, there's no point going to wherever Eskimos live with uh, swim, s swimming costumes. It's a terrible analogy, but whatever. And giving the swimming costumes, pointless. They, w they won't appreciate the swimming costumes. They're not going to use them. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that with the internet. But, uh, you know, as much as possible, you go, okay, here's a piece of content. How can I chop this into pieces and have it work in different places? So I'm kind of trying to do that. So I've discovering, you know, I'll, I'll have some wisdom, right? And I'll share it with you here and we'll talk about stuff. I could take a piece of that and I could turn it into, into a tweet. And then, uh, then it would be useful. Now, this reminds me of uh, Dan Bull sent me a message the other day. He said... I keep seeing you dropping real nuggets of sage wisdom on Twitter every day. Where's it all coming from? Question mark, question mark. And it's like, you know, it's just, this is stuff we talk about here. and This is stuff I talk about with my wife or my friends or whatever. But what I find interesting is like to turn one of these things into a tweet is actually very hard because it kind of takes, it takes balls to take one of these things and put it into a, a little paragraph. Because then it's a fucking absolute. Then it's like definitive. Then you really, then you really gotta. That's what you mean. That's true. It's easy to say stuff, but to put a thing down in, in a little paragraph that means you, that's some real shit. So anyway, I've been I've been training myself to do that more lately. Um, I'm trying to get into a flow state with everything. So not just making music, and uh, I'm trying to get into a flow state of tweet composing, and uh, you know, flow state of uh, well, obviously of DJing. Uh, I want to get into a flow state of being the best husband I can be. You know, imagine that. 
because I keep fucking doing, I keep having to remind myself. Here's a weird thing, right? I spend a lot of my time like being super positive and forcing myself to be positive even if I don't feel that way and looking for the good and stuff. But I'll very easily slip out of that around my, my family. Which is the worst thing, because you get so comfortable around your family. You can be like, you can start moaning about shit. It's like, why should I moan around them? I should be giving them the same amount of, like, uh, you know, p- of positive uh, effort as I give you guys. Jesus Christ. So I'm trying to make myself, I'm trying to watch that with myself as well. That's the thing. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, doobie, doobie, doobie. What's going on, Instagram? How's everybody out there? Soren Kilgard, Matt D. Allison says, had a great phrase for holding tension together. He called it the resonance of the opposite. Yes, I like that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, over here on YouTube, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Liberty Snakes Bear. I talked with Akira the other day. He said he was a fan of Owens. Yes, so bears, bears are conversing. Hi, bears. Um, life is pain, highness. Anyone who says differently is selling something. Wesley, the Princess Bride. People have been mentioning the Princess Bride a lot lately. Why is that suddenly in the culture? I've never seen it. Do I need to read it? Have you read any of Jack Donovan's work? If so, what do you think about it? Did Jack Donovan write the wolf story? Oh, no, that was Jack London. Oh, Jack Donovan. Uh, he's like a he's a sort of pro masculinity type guy, right? I think I read a bunch of his stuff some years ago. Um, I think, if that's the guy I was thinking about, I remember reading a person who was very into, like, making men the best versions of themselves they could be, which I'm very about. I think that's important. That's something we really need to do right now because we have a, a generation of men who've been told that masculinity is terrible and if they've gone out their way to destroy all aspects of positive masculinity, which I think is just called masculinity, but we have to make these differentiations now because we've got a generation of brainwashed people who think that masculinity is somehow bad when here we are living in this miraculous world which was partly built by masculinity a combination of masculine and feminine uh, created this fucking paradise in which we exist and we can step outside without worrying about getting stabbed in the face it's amazing so shouts out to uh, the examples of, of, of magnificent masculinity who made that possible over the years uh, I try and live uh, I try and live my life in honor of what you gave us, and I think about you a lot. I, I think about the ancestors often, every day. I try and think of the ancestors. I think about the, the, the brave men and women who fought and died and bled and suffered incredibly so that we could live in this absolute fucking paradise. And uh, I promise you I will not let you down, and I will do everything I can to make sure that your work was not in vain, and we step forward into the future, and we go to space and uh, spread the glory of humanity as far as possible. Amen. Shouts out, you bad motherfuckers. Thank you for being here. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, hey, Mr. Pickle says, Princess Bride is a great movie. Okay, thank you, Mr. Pickle. I respect your opinion. Sineapsian says, I noticed when I slip into negativity and another family member is also in a state of negativity, we enter a quantum state of being simultaneously both together and not together. Hey, that's true. Guess why? Because uh, you're wrapped up in your own bullshit. Yes. 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 We, one's own bullshit is easy to get wrapped up in. It's like a... It's a trap, you know, it's, it's a quagmire, it's a swamp, and uh, it's easy to get pulled into. One's own bullshit is, is the enemy. That's the thing one must really watch out for and, uh, and you know, steer clear of. One's own bullshit, one really, 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 really needs to, it's a constant fucking war with one's own bullshit. I guess the idea is to, to, to smash one's own bullshit into a state of such fucking defeat that it doesn't even bother trying coming after you, but I've yet to be able to manage that. My own bullshit is fucking ferocious. Comes after me every day. Fucker. Uh, Sir Peppers. Have you heard of Harland Ellison's short story, I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream? I have, but I haven't read it, I don't think. He says, it's probably the most black-pilled story I've come across, even more than Akira. They made a point-and-click game of it in the 90s that made the characters face their shadows or live eternally tortured by them. Okay, well, I haven't read it, so I guess I, I must. Is it a book? Is it? A, I don't know. Someone send it to me. Someone send me. I have no mouth and I must scream. Uh, has that ever happened to you? Uh, you, by the way, because um, it's happened to me. You ever read that thing where you wake up and you're frozen and you can't move, and then there's a creepy like creature with long fingers sticking them in your mouth, and you want to scream and you can't scream because you can't move. That's totally happened to me, and it's fucking awful and it's terrifying. Um, yeah. Yeah, how about that? Uh, do you know what else happened to me once? This kind of fits in with... Uh, 
That's, so I released this song this week. People seem to like it very much. Uh, it was the first single from What's Wave 4. I wonder, I wonder what you would do if you had the power to dream any dream you wanted to. Any dream you wanted to. Any dr- anyway, right? And uh, kind of the idea is, right, uh, if you could dream any dream you wanted, well, first thing you would do is you, you would just do anything, everything you wanted. You would, you would fucking fly around the place. You would, like, you know, just, like, have an amazing, lavish life. You'd fucking hang out with whoever you wanted, bang whoever you wanted, whatever the fuck. You would do all that stuff, and you would keep doing that until you got bored. And then you'd be like, well, now this is boring. So you would start adding sort of danger. So you'd add, like, battles and conquests and, and war and you would start essentially you would start adding suffering you'd start adding limitations and the further into it you got the more and more limitations you would add uh i won't talk much more of that because it's all all it comes to a wonderful conclusion in what's way for the album but uh i once had a dream and uh the dream lasted for, for years years and years it might have been over a decade this dream lasted it was when i was in new york i just finished making my first album and uh i had this dream and in the dream it was one of these sort of post-apocalyptic scenarios and some major shit down and i had to kind of like lead a tribe and forage and sort of like raise up a fucking basically like an army of humans and rebuild a society and we did all this i had this dream i could still remember a fair amount of it and um and i woke up from this dream and i wrote it down and I sat there for like an hour writing this dream down. And um, then the hard drive that was plugged into my laptop that it was being saved on, like, got knocked off the table and smashed. A whole album was on that hard drive, by the way. A whole lost, a whole lost Akira the Don album. And a whole lost decade-long dream was on this hard drive. I never quite understood what, why or what that was all about it's such a weird thing but it's a complete anyway i know for myself it's completely possible to have a dream this was a dream where i was basically in complete control of the dream i could decide what i wanted to do it was like a lucid dream that went on for a fucking decade or something like i did that now i can't remember having ever done it to that level since i've had very long dreams but not like that long but the fact that that is possible really does make one wonder about this dream that we're currently wandering around anyway yeah. Uh, Synapsy on why aren't we satisfied with peace and tranquility? Seems like we tend to distract ourselves with danger and fear. Well, look, what's the, peace and tranquility is pointless. Because uh, if you can reach a state of peace and tranquility, then you've what have you you've done what you need to do, right? I think like we need to be doing stuff because we're constantly refining ourselves into the best. Or the ultimate version of what we could be, right? And if we've got to the point where uh, we have no need to do that, and we can just chill, then, then what's the point? Like, I don't know. I often think of uh, Chuck Falianka, whatever, the guy who wrote Fight Club. He has a thing in one of his books, and it's basically talking about how the whole purpose of the soul is like uh, you pick up a rock at the beach and you put it in a tumbler and you just keep fucking banging it until it smooths off, and you've got a perfect round rock. That's basically life just fucking smoothing yourself off going round and round and round getting down to be the perfect beautiful shiny rock uh neem of feathers end says any chance of repeating meaning wave print bandanas that's a great idea now the the company i use to make my merch don't make bandanas if anyone can find a company that makes bandanas um pod let me know we'll get some bandanas cracking i would like a bandana yo uh Asenegari says, I heard of a guy who dreamed a years-long dream. In it, he met a girl and got engaged to her. He was devastated when he woke up and his life was completely different. Girl gone. Yeah, there's some real shit. That's some real shit. I had a kid in my dream. You know. It's fucking crazy. Um, Big Drum Bear says, Can you discuss your process for producing original music? More specifically, can you share your approach in moving from a basic song concept to having a finished product for your fans? Yeah, it's a great... um, it's a great question. It's very. Di- it's kind of different. It differs from, from project to project and song to song. Sometimes I'll be walking down the street and a, a song just pops into my head and I sing it in my head and then I, I record it into my Evernote and I run into the studio and then I work out the music and, and the drums and things around it and make it that way. Sometimes I hear an inspiring bit of a speech and I chop that out. And uh, For example, with this, this new Alan Watts song, I Wonder, I Wonder. Uh, in the speech, he said it differently. He said, I wonder, I wonder, what would you do? If you had the power, what did he say? I can't even remember now. Let me see. Should I look it up? 
Alan, what stream? Because it was definitely different. Um, oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. Yes. And that you could, for example, have the power within one night to dream 75 years of time. Okay, it's missed the beginning bit. Whatever. Anyway, he said it different. And I sort of had to chop a bit out and retime him and uh, and just make it fit this kind of pattern that was in my head of what a, of a song. Like... Uh, and then, you know, I had this whole melody for it. I wonder, I wonder what you would do. do, 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 do. So I kind of like fit that around. I don't know. It's this constant sort of pushing and pulling and, and moving around until the thing is in the shape it is in your in your mind. You basically you visualize the thing. You like, And that's one way of doing it. And then sometimes you're just kind of experimenting and trying different things and it comes alive in front of you and you're not even guiding it. You're allowing it to come into being. You know, you're allowing it to, to come forth. So, yes, I don't know if that's a very helpful answer. That's one way of doing it. Thomas Smith says, R.I.P. Earbud users. What, was that suddenly really loud? I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, I'll bear that in mind for future, this constant refining process. I have a saved section here, so I can set the desktop audio to be quieter, and that won't happen again. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, where are we at? What's going on, YouTube chat gang? Anime Watcher, how do we counteract the corporate culture who wishes to group niche media outlets together in order to compete against internet outlets? I asked this because of AT&T buying out Crunchyroll. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's a good question. Um, we're really at a crux. They're really right, currently trying to turn the internet into cable, right? That's what they want to do. They want to turn the internet into cable and have it be so they kind of control this sort of small group of things that you're allowed to have and they can start charging you for those things and um, all that sort of thing. But it's, it's, it's an ultimate impossibility. They can't stop this. They can make it more difficult. I don't know. You know they, they can make it more difficult to access stuff, but they can't stop you accessing it. Now, you know, it's, what did they do? Did someone ask me about this? Someone asked me about this. That, yeah, G Rise Last on Discord says that organized social media ban on InfoWars has me not feeling too well using YouTube anymore, and I barely listen to them. Any thoughts on cloning your content to a place like BitChute? I'd much rather consume it there at this point. Hey, guess what, though, right? <laughs> uh, the day after they kicked Alex Jones off of InfoWars, when I logged into my YouTube, the, the main video, the top video they were pushing at me to watch was guess what? Guess what? Guess who was the star of this video? Guess whose name was in the title of the video? It was Alex Jones. And it was Alex Jones explaining what the, uh, from his point of view, what had happened. So the main video that YouTube is showing me is uh, Alex Jones, like, sort of giving his side of, of what had happened. And that's been the case since. I keep just getting shoved more. I wasn't getting Alex Jones on my feed until, like, this went till Tuesday. And now my feed is full of Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even really thought about Alex Jones for, for like a while, you know, and now it's all I'm seeing. And uh, yeah, so fucking strike me down and I shall become far more powerful than you ever imagined, motherfucker. And, you know, cut off the head of the Hydra and a million more grow in its place and what have you. I don't know what the end result of this will be, but uh, currently, like right now, Alex Jones is way more influential than he was last week. This time last week, Alex Jones was not as influential as he is now. He was way less famous. Now, it's more difficult to access his regular content right now, but it's still available. You can still find it. And, and he's suddenly appearing on everyone else's stuff. He's suddenly a guest. And what are they going to do? Ban everyone on YouTube who has Alex Jones? Are they going to do that? Maybe they're going to do that. But if they do do that, then all of those... I mean, there's enough of those people by that point with large enough networks. Um, Anthony from Opie and Anthony, you know, he has his own big network now, like PewDiePie, all these people. If, if PewDiePie and H3 and Anthony of Opie and Anthony and, and Infowars and all those people got together and set up their own distribution platform, it would be vast. It would be a vast distribution platform and it would be so vast that other people would want in on it. And um, so maybe that's what will happen. Maybe that's what this will force... Maybe this will force a new, the creation of a new, a new giant tech platform. Who knows? 
Who knows? I do not know. It's a very interesting time. Now, it seems obvious to me that it's a, an immoral and dark thing to do, to kick somebody simultaneously off a whole bunch of platforms all at once. To me, that seems obvious, but it's, it's obviously not obvious because uh, lots of people think this is wonderful. And uh, I saw someone, a verified, uh, a hilarious verified, wrote something like, yes, I mean, it may seem terrifying and dystopian to that the tech oligarchs have the power to simultaneously silence an individual in a company that's, uh, you know, got 20 million subscribers or whatever it is. Um, but it's okay. You only need to worry if you're spreading lies and hate speech. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed because it's like, obviously, this is a, to me this seems obvious, but I guess it's not obvious. But it's like, who defines what that stuff is? Like maybe you're you're in power right now, or you're, it's your guys are the tech oligarchs right now. Like you agree with their philosophies, but like it'd be really easy for a tech oligarch to appear that 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 was the opposite, and then you'd be screwed. You'd be fucking screwed. And then what would you do? It's this thing now. The argument is, um, well, if all these oligarchs are kind of have a specific kind of ideology, then we need to regulate them. The right are kind of going, all right, we need to regulate them because it's like extreme leftists running these big platforms so we need to regulate them and the right is obviously very against regulation usually all right so you regulate them but then what happens when like people with that ideology get in control of the government then what do you do hmm hmm interesting times interesting times but uh yeah anyway sh you know shouts out to alex jones he's a fucking legend uh he is an the influence of info Infowars on the culture, like, cannot be overstated, in my opinion. Like, those motherfuckers were, like, posting documentaries online for free in 2001. Every, every aspect of the contem contemporary kind of, like, content distribution was pioneered by those guys. The only people more influential in, uh, in online sort of culture distribution of content, etc., the only people more influential than InfoWars in that regard are Porn and the military. InfoWars is literally just underneath Porn and the military in online innovation. And uh, so, you know, you f shit. Don't count those motherfuckers out. You might ban them from, from you know, the four major platforms. It, like, that's not going to fucking stop that particular train. And, uh, you know, I said this with regards to people ripping me off because people have been ripping me off. And that's what happens. One, you know, like the good thing about being ripped off is it forces you to do some new shit, you know, and it forces you to just come up with some new shit and be better. Same with like, you know, being kicked off of a platform or whatever. It's going to force you to think of a new way of connecting and find a new way of reaching people. So and these people have been historically uh, proactive in that regard and trailblazers in that regard so they're just going to invent some new shit of course the other thing about and it's the same being ripped off that means that you know that's the best compliment you could get and also being booted off of, of, of platforms all at once that's the best compliment you could get because obviously you're effective and obviously they're, they're scared of you in some shape or form obviously you're powerful my god so you know beautiful day to be alive <laughs> uh S. N. Jerry says, "Are you sure you aren't exaggerating their influence? Whose influence? Infowars influence? I'm not exaggerating Infowars' influence, but like I'm a student of of culture. I've been paying attention to this shit for a long time. You know, bear in mind, Infowars was sort of pioneering online documentary TV type stuff. At the same time, Napster was uh, destroying the then existing music industry." Like, that's a long time ago in Internet's time. That's generations in Internet's time. So, yes. Theo Johnson says, Rocking the long-sleeve white meaning wave shirt today. It rips. You bad motherfucker. I'm proud of you. Proud of you. Uh, yeah. Ragnar, Akira the Don, last live stream, you mentioned to make a video of you making some beats with your drum kit that just came out recently. Any plans to still do that? Keep it the amazing work? Yes. Yes, Ragnar. That's basically next down on my list. Uh, yeah. I had to get What's Wave, the album, finished. It became a bigger project than I anticipated. So, um, But that's done now. And this once this live stream's done, uh, and uh, I can then go and do that. So, yes, that's exciting. And if you haven't checked out my sample pack, it's on Loopmasters now. And uh, I believe it's number one in the Loopmasters hip-hop chart. 
It's labeled hot. It's got a little red sticker on it that says hot because it's hot. That's dope. And uh, it's number seven in the overall charts. So thanks to everyone who's been downloading the Akira the Don Lo-Fi sample pack. Appreciate you. You bad motherfucker. Uh, all right, let's go back to some questions that were submitted in advance. Have you listened to Bone Crew? No, I don't know Bone Crew. Send me some stuff. What made you realize putting JBP on top of a soundtrack was dope? What was your reaction at first? I just heard him say a thing and I was like, that would just sound so good on music. And then I did it and it sounded so good on music. I was like, oh shit, yeah, I'm right. <laughs> oh, also, I'm, <laughs> I was also listening to lo-fi radio stations and Jordan Peterson lectures simultaneously and heard some amazing simul sort of moments. So I heard it. Both things happen. I can't remember which one happened first, but anyway. Uh, Fieldwave says, does Jordan Peterson know your channel exists? Also, The Wave is ultra badass. Thank you. I love The Wave. It's a great song. And uh, the, I guess Wishes and The Wave are the kind of the official kickoff of Phase 2. I was kind of planning for Phase 2 to start in September because that would be the anniversary of JBP Wave 1. But then I actually realized I made the first JBP Waves. I'm just, sorry, I, I literally just realized this like just now. Because I said, actually, no, Phase 2 started with those songs because they were, they were really a level up in my production and approach to making this music and really, really trying to make it like fucking songs, like immortal songs that will live forever and you could actually sing without it being like a cheesy, cheesy auto-tune sort of thing. Shouts out to cheesy auto-tune, guys. I love what you do, um, you know, but uh, it's not what I do right now. But anyway, then I was like, oh shit, just a second. I was like, oh shit, I actually the first thing I did was be a plumber. And I bet if we go look, when did Be A Plumber come out? Be A Plumber, Kira. Let's have a look. When did Be A Plumber come out? That was first released on YouTube. Oh shit, on July the 2nd, 2017. Yeah. And when did Wishes come out? Kira the Dawn. Wishes. Wishes. When did Wishes come out? June the 18th. So yeah, it was roughly a year. Fuck, June the 18th, Wishes came out. Holy shit. When did The Wave come out? Kira, the Don, The Wave. Wow. Uh, July 27th. There you go. So basically, yeah, phase two. Is it perfectly timed? A year after this all begun. And we're in phase two. And Jordan Peterson is aware of my channel. He's tweeted it a bunch of times. Um, we're in touch. We have spoken. It's yeah, so that's cool. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, how about that? We're a year deep, ladies and gentlemen. We're we're a year into this, and uh, I dropped a visual, by the way. If you look on, um, you can see it on my Twitter, or you can see it on the community tab on my YouTube, and I will drop it on YouTube. I'll drop it on Instagram. I'll drop it on Instagram today as well. Um, but yeah, Phase Two I have, has been announced, and you can see uh, a slate of upcoming releases on Phase Two now. There's stuff that isn't on that slate because it's surprising and I like to have surprises and I like you to be surprised. So don't worry if you're like, well, I, I kind of expected some of this stuff, this surprises. Don't you worry. Uh, Matt D. Allison over on Instagram says, what's the difference between philosophy and ideology? Huh. In other words, how can I possess a philosophy and not be possessed by a philosophy? Well, I would say that's a good question and I need to think about that harder. But like a philosophy is an idea right and you can you can entertain an idea and an ideology is a uh, that's a set of of rules i guess in a way uh, a philosophy isn't isn't necessarily a set of rules it's a set of ideas this is how i would look at it anyway i would say a philosophy is a set of ideas and you could sort of choose which of those ideas are applicable at that time for example jordan peterson and alan watts both have philosophies and i apply aspects of both of their philosophies to my day-to-day -day life in order to be as effective as i can in that day-to-day -day life uh, but uh, say if they espoused an idea, a specific ideology, I would not personally be a proponent of that ideology because the ideology would limit me from uh, applying aspects of the philosophies of others. So that's how I would think about that personally, Matt D. Allison. And thank you for having me consider that for that moment in time. Uh, Synapsian says, what are your views concerning the realm after this life, i.e. heaven, hell, nirvana, reincarnation, etc.? Well, someone else asked me about this last week, and I discussed it a bit, but um, I don't know enough yet. I've heard a million different accounts, and there's all sorts of people who have all sorts of different ideas about what this is, but the way I like to think of it right now is uh, that this particular aspect is uh, consciousness 
experiencing itself in a specific way in a in a limited way which is actually okay the answer to this in part is in what's wave four which comes out tomorrow so you can hear hear a whole bunch about it there and then we'll talk about it more next week because uh a big part of that is how i look at things but it's not the all of it is a part of it so yes apple lettuce last says what are your views concerning no you didn't he said not really a question oh okay I wanted to say thank you so much, Akira the Don, for making such good lo-fi. Oh, you cutie. I'm going through a really terrible time in my life, and listening to your stuff, JVP Wave especially, helps me ease the pain a bit. Oh, well, thank you. And um, thank you for your... Thank you for taking the time to write that. And thank you for being brave and, you know, and, and going on in the face of adversity because, you know, life is suffering and life is awash with pain and suffering sometimes. I was forced recently to um, relive some of my school days mentally, and that was very, very painful. I had an absolutely awful time at school, horrendous time at school. It was dreadful, and uh, but I, I got through it, and I'm here. And I, I always say this, but uh, you know, whatever pain you are going through in your life, uh, it's a temporary thing, and there will be another thing, and there'll be more pain as well. Don't get me wrong, but it won't all be pain, and there, there, there is also, you know, there's there's worth in that pain because it will make you a better. If you can get through it, if you can get through that without allowing it to turn you bitter and twisted, and uh, you know, for it to sap your soul and crush your spirit, if you can get through that without that happening, you will emerge an even better you. You'll emerge a much better you, and that's a that's a thing that's worthwhile. That's a thing to do. So all of this suffering that you're going through right now will be worth it. And uh, you'll be glad of it afterwards. Like I said, I had a fucking awful, awful, awful time at school. It was fucking horrendous. It was like a decade of torture, uh, like actual torture, like horrendous. Like I, ca- I can't overstate how horrendous it was, frankly. But I'm glad it happened. I'm glad I was forced to go through that because I am what I am as a, as a direct result of that. And I'm able to function much more usefully in the world as a result of that. And I've been able to be a much better version of myself. So thank you, all, all, all the cunts at school that tried to make my life hell. Um, thank you, because you made my life heaven. Faye Israel shouts out, thank you for the super chat. Uh, you've just chucked some money and haven't left a message. Well, thank you for that. Fieldwave Audio, thank you for the super chat. Uh, five bucks, thank you very much. That's very nice. I will buy a coffee. Love your work. Ever check out Earl Nightingale? OG Motivation from the 40s. No. That sounds interesting. Please send me something. Um, the best way, if you want to suggest a wave, the very best way is to join the Discord. The link is in the description of the video and all my videos. And there's a bit there called suggestions and um, just leave it there. And what I will do is like sometimes I'll be like, right, I'm going to make something today. Just bang with outside of what I've already got planned. And I will look at there for inspiration. So if you leave a thing there, it will always be there. That's the best way. Do that. Do that. I was going to say you could also email me, but don't bother with that. Just go join the Discord. Put it in the suggestions thing. That stays there forever. I pop in that. I scroll through that. Sometimes I get home from the club at three or four in the morning. I'll look at that for inspiration. Um, So, yeah, do that. That's the best thing. Uh, Eric, hello on Instagram. How are you? Uh, Shouts out to everyone who's locked in here on the YouTube. Uh, I should probably wrap this up shortly. It's nearly been an hour. Have you heard of Sun Ra? Of course, I saw the Sun Ra Orchestra about 10 years ago at Pontins, uh, a sort of like holiday camp in the UK. It was wonderful. Uh, I believe I'd eaten a bunch of liquid acid, which was the perfect way of of experiencing that it was a wonderful thing i think i ended that night locked in a cupboard by the way yeah uh clash nikov says oh you need to check earl nightingale the guy who posted the question is right the og of motivational speakers but with real good solid advice instead of verbal diarrhea like most modern motive yes all right cool thanks post some stuff in the discord please ladies and gentlemen uh, YouTube hero Alex says, cheers to a year of meaning wave into phase two. Right, it's a year. Wee, wee, wee. It's a year, ladies and gentlemen, that I've been doing this. Now, obviously, I didn't really know what I was doing at the start. And the gap between uh, the first idea and the first long form thing was three months, July to September. And, and I didn't really get going. I didn't really, really get fucking cracking until February. February is when I said, okay, let's fucking go. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's Let's do this. Let's really do this. Let's release three things a week on YouTube. Let's make a project every week. Let's go. Started that in February and 
At that point, I had 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. Now I have nearly 22. And, uh, yeah, it's amazing what you can do if you fucking decide and apply yourself, ladies and gentlemen. And here we are. We're at the beginning of phase two. And uh, it's going to be really fucking amazing. And I'm really, really going hard. I'm really approaching this, like, I'm really trying to make incredible music. I'm really trying to make important, incredible music that's incredible on every level. It's incredible sonically. That's that's memorable. That's that's this has. Okay, the What's Wave album. It's got like six singles on it, as in six songs with like melodies and harmonies, uh, things that you could fucking hum. It's got fucking singles, all right. And the and the JBP Wave album is all fucking singles. God damn it, all, all, all right. Esena Jerry says, it's really nice to be listening to something meaningful which still allows me to focus on my chores. That's where your lo-fi's come in. Hey, how about that? Good. Good, thanks. That's what I want, man. That's partly why I made it. I mean, I wanted some shit that I could listen to while I was cleaning my goddamn studio. <laughs> and uh, when I got in from the club, it needed to decompress. And, but I wanted to, you know... I'm trying to... I ain't got time for trash. I got, I'm not watching anything. I can't watch anything. I can't focus. I can't watch TV. And it's not because I don't have the attention span. It's because I don't have the the inverted. I can't be just fucking watching trash. I can't watch trash. My homie keeps trying to get me to watch Netflix shows. I can't fucking do it, man. I ain't got time. Like, I ain't got time. There's too much, like, it's too much real shit, man. It's too much real shit. Synapsion says, Internet addiction is serious. I think the internet is a valuable tool, yet each individual has to reflect on how they use and integrate this tool. That's right. You know, that's right. You just got to keep checking yourself, man. You just got to keep checking yourself. And uh, I've mentioned this before, but one of the ways I do this, one of the ways I check myself and keep myself in check is I have angels on my shoulder. I've got, uh, and uh, I chose those angels. I said, all right, could you be my angel, please? And, and they said, yes. So I got Jocko Willick. He's an angel there. Peterson's an angel. What's is an angel? Let's say right now I have, I have, I have three angels. And they, they represent sort of three aspects of, of existence. And so I have them there, and, and I check when I'm, I check myself, I go, yo, yo, hang on, check in with the angels. What would Jocko do? And, you know, Jocko. <laughs> what would Jocko do? It's like, oh, man, fucking, you know, I've been, I've been really good, man. I've worked really hard. I think I can have a bag of Skittles. And Jocko be like, no, stay on the path. Stay on the path. And you're like, you're right, Jocko. I won't have Skittles. I'll have jerky. And, uh, and some water. Thank you, Jocko. And, uh. Or I'll be stressing the fuck out about something. I'll be like, shit, man, I was supposed to get this album done by now, and I've got to get this done, I've got to do that. And then Alan Watts will pop up, and he'll go, huh, silly Akira, life is but a dream. Ho, 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 ho. And I'll go, oh, yeah, good point. I don't need to take it that seriously. I can chill a bit. Thank you, Mr. Watts. And, um, yeah. And uh, then I'll be like, oh, man, I'm feeling a bit crazy. What's going on? And Peterson will be like, yo, I didn't tell you to enjoy your breakfast. I said eat it. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Peterson, I should have some breakfast. Thank you. And uh, there you go. It's great. And then uh, I can go about life in a wonderful fashion. So, yes. I would recommend getting yourself some angels. Just choose them, whoever they are. You can choose any. It's kind of like the way... Uh, was it Alan Moore who like just invented his own religion and was like, well, God for me is this snake that I've got. It's like a statue of a snake. That's my God. All right. Choose your own God. Choose your own angels and uh, employ them. Choose wisely. Choose good angels. Because you could... People do this, I feel. People choose fucking stupid angels. Be like, oh, yeah, my angel is going to be um, Jake Paul. <laughs> what would Jake Paul do? He'd do some stupid shit is what he would do. All right? So don't worry about what Jake Paul would do because he'd do some stupid shit like uh, like star in the new Terminator movie. Yeah, I saw that poster. Yeah. Yeah, Jake Paul. Jake Paul and Steven Tyler. My God. Uh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Kalashnikov, when David Goggins wave, when, when the time is right, might be soon, might be very soon. David Goggins is auditioning as an angel for me right now, actually. He's one of my, he, uh, I had some, I was listening to Goggins the other day, like three in the morning, I got back from the club, and, uh, like, uh, fucking four minutes of that or something, and I was on my pull-up bar, <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know why I was up there, I didn't even realize, I was like, what the fuck, why am I in the pull-up bar at three in the morning? It's like, oh yeah, David Goggins. It will, certain people will have that effect on you. Yes, Primal Movers over there on Instagram. How you doing, you bad motherfucker? The sun shines bright. This must be the place. Wave melodies from the dawn. I do love Primal Movers. He's just a poet. Just a poet out there, being a poet. Um, Synapsion. Damn, it's already been an hour. Good flow. Holy shit, yes, it has. 
That means I need to get out of here. Oh dear, did I answer all the questions that were submitted in advance? SZQ. Louis Armstrong, what a wonderful world lo-fi. Oh, that's a great idea. Great idea. Put that in suggestions. Great idea. I should make that happen at some point. Uh, yes, yes. Sir Peppers, I haven't had the giddy anticipation for a game in years. Oh, this is a good way to wrap up. And Red Dead 2 just revitalized that. How about you? Yo. 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 Are you fucking mad, blood? Are you fucking mad, blood? Red Dead Redemption 2. Holy shit. Holy shit. Did you know, guys, I'm quitting music? I'm quitting music. <laughs> Officially. I quit. It comes out in October, right? I'm gonna fucking quit music and become a Twitch streamer in October. I will never forget the day. Yes. When we went to New Austin. This is true. I didn't. It was a Sunday. It was a Sunday. A great rectangle of light projected on the bedroom wall gave way to. Right. Yo. That's how it felt. That's how it felt. I remember the sky. I do. So I remember that gun in the first. It didn't seem to handle. Boom. Bird in my sights and down it fell. That's right. Anyway, we could listen to that all day. I wrote a song called Lord I Miss Red Dead Redemption about how much I miss Red Dead Redemption and about the experience of playing that game and the experience. Because honestly, I would say Red Dead Redemption was when Terence McKenna made sense. When Terence McKenna's ideas about um, about a virtual reality that we all live in together, that's when I wrote, well, that's when that made sense. Red Dead Redemption, that's when I, Jared Lanier's idea about virtual reality, that's when it made sense. Like an immersive, beautiful world. An immersive, beautiful world that is just jo joyful to be in. Like, I look on Red Dead Redemption as one of my favorite experiences in life. And it was a video game. And I honestly look at it as one of my favorite experiences in life. I've never played a game that made me feel that way before or since. Maybe uh, Vice City a little, a little, but no. No, no. Like, Red Dead Redemption was like going to another land. Red Dead Redemption was a bit like my really long dream. It was like that. It was like a real thing. It was like, it was the closest digital ever came to reality for me. And Red Dead Redemption 2, it looks like it's going to be like some thousand percent better or something. I mean, this is possibly terrifying. Like the the repercussions of this, you know, you, the different way you could look at it as, a you know, the ways of looking at the world, half full, half empty, etc. Red Dead Redemption 2 is ushering in the integrated digital world the true integrated digital world the, it's it's a vision of the future i believe it really is so uh yeah i don't know what was your question mr <laughs> giddy anticipation for a game yeah i haven't had giddy anticipation for a game uh certainly since grand theft auto 5 and that's not even the same it's not even close yeah red dead redemption for me is a religious and spiritual thing it's a religious and spiritual thing because it it uh embodies a freedom that sort of period of time the way it's presented presented it's an incredible moving interactive artwork that reminds your soul of the the freedom of that period of time when a new world to discover etc now but what's happening is we are involved in a period of time just like that right now but that new frontier is a digital frontier. And it's the connection of all of us here in this fashion. This is the new frontier. We're in it together. And Red Dead Redemption 2 is a visceral way. It's a visceral sort of portal into that world and into that feeling. And it's, 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 a, it's a visualization of, of that truth that we're, that, we're asked, that, that we're engaged in currently yeah yeah so i'm very excited about that uh i don't know yet how i'm going to integrate it with my life i mean i'm honestly i'm literally honestly considering like becoming a twitch streamer for uh for a month to play that game and so that i can still interact with you guys <laughs> and maybe i like i'll curate um music to play while playing red dead redemption or something i don't know i honestly think it's an important moment in human history i think it's an important I think, you know, I don't think you have to play every game. I don't think, I, don't, I have no interest in Fortnite. I have no interest in Fortnite. I don't think Fortnite is that important 
not for me to experience anyway maybe it's important for other people to experience but I think Red Dead Redemption 2 is important I think it's important I think I have to be involved I have to be I have to be a part of it I do I do so there anyway that's what's up um, shouts out to everyone locked in on the YouTube thank you for being here I didn't have time to answer all your questions as per usual leave them on the discord we'll be back we'll be back next week same time same bat channel uh, I'm going to try and drop in more often I tried yeah so yeah I'll try that we'll work it out it'll be good and uh, yeah what's wave for dreams the album 20 track album drops tomorrow it's an incredible piece of work uh it includes production from some of from myself i've produced half of it it also features production from lo-fi hokage who's who's one of my favorite producers it features production from mika's music who's a bad motherfucker um who did that oh, it's got anki on there Enki is an amazing producer. It's got Catalyst, who's one of my very favorite producers. Like, it's, it's got bad motherfuckers on this thing. Essence is on there. And uh, who else is on there? Ben Hurst. Ben Hurst is on there. And uh, it's, yeah. It's it's a portal into the new way. The new way. The new way. The new, it's a new level of me working. And uh, I can't wait for you all to hear it. Thank you to everyone who's been locked in. Implore, imp, in, insert sound effect here. Boom. Oh, yeah, and uh, the Instagram just ended. <laughs> Bye-bye, Instagram. Bye-bye, you guys. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, I'll see you on the Discord. Join the Discord. If you're not on the Discord, join that. What's Wave 4 tomorrow? JBP Wave, the album coming up, coming right up. It's going to be a fucking beautiful month here in the Meaning Wave universe. Appreciate you guys. Be excellent to one another. Be joyful. Enjoy living at the peak of recorded human civilization. I know I will. Love you guys.